seems to fit those raindrops are falling on my head they keep falling so i just did me some talking to the sun and i said i didn't like the way he got things done sleeping on the job those raindrops are falling on
I'm a toy, but I could be the boy you adore If you just let me know Or do you want to? I'm attracted to you all the more Why do I need you so? I know you're gonna do it with me. Come on.
morning rainy and shitty in texas now let, let me tell you about my last 12 13 14 hours shall i all right so um uh last night the spawn who uh happens to uh live in our house uh with with, with young roscoe and by the way if you were on uh, uh my my social media page yesterday if you're on my facebook page you saw the reaction to the brand new B- ask arnie song brand new today it's happening Today has one of those feelings, and it could be one of those shows. It could be the fact that Braddy Kid went out of her way this morning, and I want to say thank you to bring me some Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A breakfast, good. So thank you, Braddy Kid. I appreciate that. But today has one of those feelings. Like, you ever get that weird feeling like, man, today is going to be something. I don't know what it was. Um, my usual routine in the morning is this. Well, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I get to that, let, let, let me get to the last 12 hours. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. The Spawn uh, lost her keys to her car. So I had to take her to work. Now, Braddy Kid, who uh, who goes in super early to work, she was asleep. So I said, I'll, I'll, I'll go pick her up. Because I ain't going to make her walk home. I ain't, ain't going to do that. I ain't going to make her walk home like her ex-husband did, but that's a whole different story. So then uh, I go down, 1 o'clock in the morning, I got to get up, go down, pick her up, right? And as I'm leaving the house, I notice a a, a, a foreign car, not, not, not a make and model. Obviously, it's a foreign car. Most cars are foreign, but a, a car that's foreign to the neighborhood. And he's parked on a side street that nobody parks on. Nobody parks on this side street. And I'm like, Hmm. Get those tingly feelings, you know? You get those tingly feelings. So I go down, and, and I kind of give him a look. And I go down, and I pick her up. Now, when we're coming home, we're gonna, we take the long way around so I can drive by this car if I can assess if anybody's in there. I can't assess if there's anybody in there. So we pull in, get in the house, lock the doors. I call non-emergency because, yes, I'm that guy. If I can avoid killing somebody who's going to break into my house, I'll try to avoid it. And I got to tell you, Rockwall PD, bad motherfuckers. Literally like two minutes after I get off the phone, man, there's lights flashing outside my house. Car ain't there no more neither. Uh-huh. I don't care if there are teenagers getting it on. Not, not next to my window, you don't. Sex as shit. Now, that brings us to this morning. And that feeling... You know, they, 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 my, my spidey senses went off last night with that car. Spidey senses were kind of like, they, they wanted to come alive. And then I watched this week's Ted Lasso. 
I got to tell you, I broke down like a baby. Oh, my God. And I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. It, it has to do with Sam. Wow. Uh, and, oh, I, I can't even talk about it yet. Uh, it was that moving to me. And then there was another one like fucking 10 minutes later. I'm like, God damn you, Ted Lasso. But wow, and it put me in this mood, and I know what we have in store for today's show, and I know how good this show can be, so I, I, I am putting it all out there today. So let's get started saying some good mornings, shall we, on this wonderful... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Uh, first one here today is uh, Cowboys Girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. No, no, we aren't going to do that. Good morning, and she says happy... Pump day! Right back at you. Scott says good morning, Arnie and ass family. The good Darren says good morning, ass family. Well, good morning to you, my friend. Oh, my lucky stars! The one, uh, the only... Baratty Kid is in the house. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. Yeah. One of the best singers, yeah. one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. That is Hold true. Hold my drink, bitch. Yeah, there you go. Braddy Kid, I hope you have a spectacular day today. C.D. Gattins, good morning. Good morning, y'all. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is going to be a great show today. I can feel it. Hey, me too. I- I'm feeling it today as well. Uh, Battleborn says, Dr. States and ass family, good morning and happy Pump day. to all. House of Pain says, happy Pump day. ass family. Derek, Derek is all up in here. Derek, how are you? Becca. Oh, and we got a great story today. Becca. Oh, dear God. Oh, fuck. Coming up. Oh, he says, good morning and ass family and happy. Pump day. I can't wait to get to that show. Uh, <laughs> Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. How are you, my friend? I hope you're doing well down in Mexico. Hockey player says happy. Pump day. Ask family. Sanchez family says yo. Uh, sunny and hot in Cali. All right. Harrison. Harrison. Why in the hell the Rangers giving up nine runs in the eighth inning in the last two games and nine and 15 reds? No closers and pathetic hitting on the back end of the door. Don't get me started on the fucking Rangers. Thank God the Stars won last night. Tuesday night, there's hardly, I, I don't like NXT wrestling, so I, I, I dove into the Rangers game. The night before, in the ninth inning, the ninth inning, to a team that was 8-15 at the time. We're talking about a first-place Rangers team against the 8-15 Reds. The fucking bullpen walks the bases loaded. We got a two-run lead. A two-run lead. This is two nights ago. They walk in the tying runs. That means they walked in two. And then, of course, some guy gets a hit and the fucking Reds win. Then last night, in the bottom of the eighth, the Rangers are up by five runs. They give up six. Or eight, I don't know. They gave up a shit ton of runs and they lost the damn game. What the fuck, bullpen? Haven't I suffered enough as a Ranger fan? Jesus Christ. Thanks, Harrison. (laughs) Hope you're doing good, buddy. Uh, You're out says morning, y'all. Last episode was my favorite. Oh, wait till you see. Oh, my God. Woof. I saw you chew some ass on the Rangers' social media. Well deserved. You're goddamn right. I went after them. Fire everybody in that bullpen. They all suck. 
I had weird feelings watching Ted Lasso too, but it was over the red strings. <laughs> oh, get them cans out and keep them three feet apart. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ah, uh, hot mama's in the house. Good morning to you. I hope you're doing good. Chazman says happy hump day, Astros. Thanks for what you do, Doctor States. Always. Lake Tahoe Joe says Ranger game starts before the show ends. How nice is that? Oh, the Rangers are on today. Oh shit! I, I might be I might be doing some play by play to do. That's awesome. Thank you, Joe. Your ass says I can't relate to the Rangers. What's this? The Dodgers are in first place again. You don't say. Oh, we're still in first place. Rangers are still in first place, but they've dropped two to Cincinnati. I'm sorry, as we say, it's Cincinnati. Ogre, buenos dias, mi amigo. We're going to start with what I think is probably the funniest story I've ever seen. I, I, I And I got to say, this is, a, this is a real story. I ain't fabricating it. This is the most absurd thing I've ever read or had the, the, the service to play. And it's from swimming phenom. Lee Thomas, wait till you hear what he has to say. As a woman, as a trans woman, whatever, we respect our identity. We just don't think it's fair. You can't really have that that sort of half support where you're like, oh, I respect you as a woman here, but not here. They're using the guise uh, of feminism to sort of push transphobic uh, beliefs. And I think a lot of people in that camp sort of carry an implicit bias against trans people, but don't want to, I guess, fully manifest or, or speak that out. And so I they will. try to just play it off as this sort of half support. Um, she later comes out. Oh, I'm sorry. And she says her feminist critics. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Her feminist critics are misogynistic transphobes. <laughs> um, um, so does this replace that Larry Elder was the white fa- or the black face of white supremacy as the stupidest thing ever said in the history of time? that her feminist critics are only misogynistic transphobes. She's calling women misogynistic. (laughs) Makes me thirsty for a Bud Light. Have you tried their new apple beer? It's called Adam's Apple. I can hear him scratching his balls. Oh, go tuck your duck in and dick in and fuck yourselves. Oh God! I, I, I really I, is this? Do people not realize how stupid they sound when they say things like this? this? Is the most stupid thing ever. We all know the black face of white supremacy is Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> My power. Um so so Riley Gaines, a real woman. I, I I'm not getting into this cis bullshit. I, I ain't playing that shit no more. I'm done. 
I'm done. I was thinking this last night. You know, we got to get rid of a bunch of words in the English language. Is that dumber than spending $20 million to buy female crash test dummies? That much for female test, test, uh, test, uh, crash test dummies? That much? Yes, dumb. But I understand it. Different science, different bodies. I get that. But $20 million? But we got to get rid of a bunch of words. First word we got to get rid of is history. Why? Why does it have to be his? It's his story? Really? Why not herstory? Or bystory? Ooh, I know. Zimmerstory. What about hemorrhoids? Now, I know it's spelled with an H-E-M, but it still sounds like hemorrhoids. And if it sounds like it, then that is definitely misogynistic at its core. Do we call them heroids? Non-binary roids? Ooh, ooh, I know. Zimroids. She really wants to die, I guess. I, I, I guess. Or one more. How about this one? How dare they call it menopause? Men don't know anything about that. Shall we call it galopause? Girlopause? Womanopause? Zeropause? Oh, don't think that I'm making I'm not making this shit up. There are people that are thinking about this. His directory. Got to get... Yes, exactly. His directory. Really? He's doing it? I don't think so. It's a herstorectomy. But then the trans will get upset, and they'll call it, you know, the... The... Arrest me. Oh, they're all a pain in the ass. Yes. But... I make light of this, I satirize this, but I satirize what people are actually sitting around. Look, look, if you think it's dumb like me that people are sitting around and talking about giving $5 million to people who are black for reparations that have nothing to do with slavery, then you would think that this is either equally or even more stupid. Yet they're doing it. Oh, and when I can't wait till that list comes out. Oh, I can't wait till that list comes out. Oh, I am going to be such an asshole when that list comes out. I know, not different than most days. Now I'm gonna do this next story. And this next story, you know, I'm kind of lighthearted right now. I'm I'm putting down Lee Thomas because I think Lee Thomas is a piece of trash. But this has to be one of the most vile things I've ever read. And vile being not only horrible, but but sad. This is a story from 2016. A young person, a Dutch kid, was trying to get a... Vaginoplasty, 
they were having a sex change, so they were getting this done. And um, the male whose puberty was blocked by the Dutch researchers at a very early age, meaning there wasn't enough penile tissue for surgeons to create a neo-vagina. Therefore, they used part of the pooper. That's right. The bowel was necessary. The absence of a functional vagina has a negative effect on the sexual quality of a transgendered woman and explains multiple surgery problems have uh, described. Um, Patient is described as being a healthy 18-year-old from who started vaginoplasty surgery was not feasible due to having undeveloped genitals as a result of early puberty suppression. Um, And by the way, they went through this, and then they died from it. They died from complications of the surgery because it's not probably really good to have part of your bowels as a sexual organ. But that's all, <coughs> pardon me, all they could do due to the fact that the, they started this, this child on puberty blockers. So when you ask me, what's the problem with puberty blockers? That right there. Because if the kid does take it all the way through and at 18 has the surgery down below like only 6% of them do, then there could be massive complications. And you're willing for that to happen for your child? As long as they're happy, they're dead. Do you think that makes them happier that they're dead? Well, they got to live their life. No, they didn't. Those kids did not get to live their life. Those kids were playing around as a kid, and then you took over as the parent. You said, oh, you're wearing a dress. That must mean you were born a girl. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Even though in the back of your head you said, I always wanted a girl. I didn't want a boy. Now my boy is acting like a girl, so now I can dress him and do all these things to him like a girl. You killed your child. The end. And by the way, you know how so even still after surgery they're having anal sex. I think vaginoplasty is Kim Kardashian's debut record. If you went down on him, you'd get pink eye. You can't become a woman. Stop mutilating your bodies, you idiots. Yes, I I agree, Derek. What's the dangers in this? Well, death, that's that's a a big danger. That's a problem. Not enjoying sex for the rest of your life, that would be a problem for for you, I would imagine. I'm, I'm listing all the problems here. That you took your kid's life over. By the way, these are parents now. These are the new. Because you're seeing transgender kids at, at five and six year old now. And it, I, I don't understand. But, but now I get it. I know what they are. We've replaced the overzealous sports parents. And that's what we've done. Now, now, don't get me wrong. The overzealous sports parents are still there. But they aren't the blight on society like they once were. 
these kids who live their dreams through their children? They're doing a different dream now. They're doing their dreams through their kids. This is a different dream. The dream that you wanted to have a little girl. And you've robbed... They say when you when you start drugs um, and alcohol and all that, your brain stops really developing at a, a full rate. So I stopped developing at 11. And I think we can all agree with that. Uh, by the way, the same thing goes for these puberty blockers. You're robbing your kids of who they truly are. You, all of you are nothing but Dr. Frankensteins. You're trying to create the perfect child. I know that there's stories out there that they're developing embryos that you can fucking play God with and do all this kind of stuff with. And I'm not going to get into a religious sermon about this. I say play God because that's just a, 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 a figure of speech. But you're trying to assemble a baby. This isn't a teddy bear you buy at the mall. This is something that you have to look after, nurture, raise, educate for the next 18 years and then even more. This isn't something you can just build and then throw it off in the corner after you're done playing with it. I finally, I, I, I finally have some empathy, I think, for a lot of transgenders out there. A little bit. Because I know it still takes two to tango. But I think a lot of these transgender kids that we're seeing now today are the byproducts of parents. Who want something? We we've all seen the 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 funny movies, the funny rom coms where the the lead girl has to find herself a gay best friend. We've all seen that, right? Even though the gay best friend is actually in love with her, but that that's a whole different story. But they're 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 mainly gay. For a while there, it was really really cool to have a gay kid. You know, it, it, even though kids don't know what gay is. How gay is that? I mean, I mean that, that's the thing, is they don't really know what gay is at an early age. But the parents say, oh, my kid's gay. Now this kid's raised as a gay kid. Kid didn't have any input on that. And I'm afraid that the trans community has just gone, oh, hold my beer. And that's what's happening. We're Frankenstein, Frankensteining the system. We're not building, if we allow the transgender movement to go on and flourish and, and, and do all this kind of stuff, and I'm not saying to put a, an end to it to death, because I do believe there are some people out there that need this. And if you're over 18 and you want to fuck up the world, you go ahead and fuck up the world. But we're not prolonging the species by doing this. You see, to prolong the species, you need to have a male and a female do the, um, I think it's called technically, the hoopty-doopty. That, that's, the, that, that's the scientific name for it, the hoopty and the doopty. And you see, that's how you make a baby. Now, you could have somebody do a half wazzy into a cup, 
and then they, they stick that up there and they, they fertilize it. You still need the, the Swazi from the man and then the, the, the hoo-ha from the gal. So it's still, once again, once again, it takes a male and a female to make a baby. Just saying. I, 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 I'm just saying. Uh, let's see. Oh, Longhorn Wiener Dad. Good morning, brother ass family. It's my Friday. Yep, those folks supporting that college in Norman continue to imbibe on menial genitalia. All right, enough of that. So just so you can be on the in crowd, you're willing to butcher your child. Okay. Hey, more power to you. Um, That's going to be between you and your maker. Speaking of between he and his maker, oh, boy, Anthony Fauci came out yesterday and was laying the smack down. He said that the government's response to the dreaded COVID-19 pandemic was horrible. He says, quote, show me a school that I shut down and I'll show you me uh, and show me a factory that I shut down. Never, never did I. Um, Dr. Fauci. You, you, you did. You, you, you did, in fact. You were more open about opening the schools, but show you a factory? You didn't even want people to spend Easter together at first. Do you remember that? Oh, I do. Do we remember that people could not spend Thanksgiving together, let alone work in a factory? Dr. Fauci, we have you on tape time and time again. When is this guy... This is where I'm lost, ass family. Let me read this. This whole thing is an extension of ego. Look how many movements have gone on since the early 20th century. Women's movement, civil rights, gay rights, Asian rights. Now people without any credible natural direct uh, participatory reason are mutilating themselves or their children to feel like they're part of something. They might think it's something bigger than themselves, but truth is they just need to feed that ego. Oh, God. Correct the mundo. These people want attention. And yes, we give in to them by doing these stories and talking about it, but it's so dangerous. It makes sense given we're in the age of Democrats crowing about having first this, first that. Amen to that. Um, I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom name. Good morning, Alicia. I hope you're doing well this morning. Oh, you need to put that on a shirt. Well, that's a big shirt right there. I'd wear it. I would wear it. I promise you that. What's Fauci saying here? What's this fucking? You have warned of needless suffering and death if we push to reopen too soon. But the president has actually been sending the opposite message. I want to ask you today, what is the most important message you have for communities and states that are reopening, 
even as our public health experts make it clear it's too soon. Tell us what the consequences are. Thank you very much for that question, Senator Murray. As I've said many times publicly, what we have worked out is a guideline framework of how to safely uh, open America again. And there are several checkpoints in that with a gateway first of showing, depending on the dynamics of an outbreak in a particular region, state, city, or area, that would really determine the speed and the pace with which one does. Uh. <sighs> Anthony Fauci has lied to Congress. He's lied to Senate subcommittee meetings. He's lied to America and profited very, very handsomely from it. Why do people keep putting him on television? I mean, for him to come out and say he doesn't take any responsibility for the lockdowns? Where's the media that used to be around? Where's the media that says, oh, you're calling us liars? Where's that media? Do, do, do I live in fairy tale land? I guess I do because I know somewhere that media exists because I'm talking about it and I'm quote unquote media. That mainstream group. Why are you not calling this man a flat out liar? Because he made you a lot of money in your investments and, and, and all that kind of good stuff, so you're giving him a pass. Interesting. Speaking of someone who's desperate to be relevant, yeah. I had to close my business due to COVID restrictions. I stayed open, but I was fined left and right, so I couldn't do it anymore. I, and you know what? You know what, hockey player? Honestly, that would be something I'd look into to suing for down the road. I know, I know it's a long shot. But literally closing down everything did nothing. It made this, it made it worse. We were all stuck inside at the perfect temperatures. And just in case we needed to, to, to sniff a little COVID, we could go to the grocery store. Or we could go to Sam's. You're telling me that, that, that big box stores like that, Target, Walmart, they were open too. But COVID didn't live there. Oh, and my favorite was when they would close early at night, like at 8.30. I remember we were coming to Dallas to look at houses, and we went to a Walmart, and it was 8.30, and they are closing down because I guess COVID only comes out at night. So many good places closed down during that time because we were all lied to. Yeah, California was lied to by their governor right through his fucking teeth when he said, it'll be two weeks till we flatten the curve. Remember that phrase? Flatten the curve. Oh, I, I, I think this is one of the, the worst things ever. I, 
I'll say it. I've said it before. It's it's our generation's JFK. But I believe that this is probably one of the worst crimes committed against humanity in the history of time. I'm putting it up there. I, I will put it up behind the Holocaust. Lots of people died from this. Hey, Rise, good morning to you. Harrison says, I'd be much more worried about catching other diseases at Sam's and COVID. No shit. Afraid I'm going to get sickle cell. But Fauci comes out and says, oh, no, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I, I didn't close anything down. I don't know if I hate Anthony Fauci worse for being such a, uh, a, a Goebbels type person. Yeah, I, I just equate him to Joseph Goebbels, the famous Nazi minister of propaganda. That's what I see uh, uh, Fauci as. I don't know if I hate him more because of that or because of the fact that he can't throw a fucking baseball. I got to tell you, if you're a man and you claim to be a big baseball fan like he did, I got I, I to tell you something. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. As long as you can throw a baseball. Okay. Every man should be able to throw a baseball. Every single man. Hell, Jim Abbott only had one fucking arm and he could throw. And catch with the same fucking hand. And I ain't talking about, I'm talking about an actual thrown baseball. Not one of these weird, like, girl throws where your fucking arm is dangling, and, and I'm not making fun of all girls because I know girls can throw. But you know what I mean. You can't throw a baseball, you ain't a man. The end. Um, it was a joke in Newsom using ABC, alcohol, beverage control, and other departments to follow through with his rules. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he did, but 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 rules for thee and not for for me because you know his wineries remained open. Remember, he was uh, his wineries remained open. The the French Laundry, the the Michelin star, hoo flee flee. I'm going to spend fifteen hundred dollars on a dish. That was open. Well, you ain't going to close the Michelin star restaurant. Now, come on, especially when the governor's having a 50th birthday party for one of his friends. Not that I recall that or anything. So maddening. Um, let's see. Christopher sent me this story, and uh, good news to report. Uh, very, very confusing. Um... A uh, report says that the Taliban have killed an Islamic State militant who was the mastermind behind a suicide attack at Kabul's international airport, killing, murdering 13 U.S. troops and scores of civilians during the U.S.'s chaotic evacuation from the country. You believe it? Let's say it's true. Let's say that this is not just propaganda from ISIS, who we found out earlier this week is using Afghanistan as a, uh, a meeting point. Let's say that the Taliban took care of this ISIS. 
How does that make us look? Don't get me wrong. If he's dead, I'm happy he's dead. I hope he rots in hell. I hope that he died and he doesn't get any of his fucking virgins. I, you know what I hope he gets? This is what I hope he gets. I hope he gets a bunch of oversexed, crazed, fat, fucking genital wart-ridden fucking former hookers. That's what I hope he gets. I hope he gets 72 of them. And that's his hell. But how does that make us look? Taliban could get them. We couldn't. Once again, good, he's dead. He deserves to be dead. This is like what happened with Pablo Escobar. If you don't know the story about Pablo Escobar, it's very interesting. And this is why we have still kind of shaky relations with Colombia. The day that Pablo Escobar was taken down, it was in Medellin. I believe it was in Medellin. And he was taken down. He was being surveilled. And they said, fucking act on it. And they go. And it was a couple of former U.S. Navy SEALs that took him out. And were given credit for it. Even though they had a host of Colombian police there, SEALs did it. And they got credit for it. Boy, oh boy, the Colombians were like, wait a second. Y'all are going to take credit for this. This man who has raped our country, killed our people, he brought fucking hippos here. And for the love of God, if you know anything about anything... A reminder, Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. But they do, thanks to this guy, that we wanted to kill. But you got him. And seriously, relations were very, very tense there for a while. Still kind of, eh. Because they know deep down it was an American that got Pablo Escobar. When I was a kid, I thought everyone could throw. Then some new kid would move on to my street, and he'd be like a fruity kid on the sandlot. I found it weird. Like, like just real quick story. Um, when I went to work with dog shit and jerk off, I've only been around guys who watch sports, talk sports, are cool about sports, 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 sports. Now, now, dog shit, at least he was into cars. I, I don't know anything about cars. I'm lost in a conversation about cars. But at least he had that. So he had, he had, he had some sort of uh, a, a, a dollop, if you will, of machismo in him, in my eyes. Jerkoff knew nothing about any sport whatsoever. Jerkoff used to wear an autographed jersey. You don't wear autographed jerseys, stupid. You hang autographed jerseys up, asshole. And it was literally the first time in my adult life that I was hanging out with people that didn't watch sports. Like, I, I, I couldn't talk to them. I mean, if the A's were good, then then dog shit might pay attention. But since the A's are, well, the A's, it was very strange. So if, if, if I meet a guy who can't throw, no, uh-uh, sorry. Lifeboat's full. Moose out front should have told you. 
<laughs> it, that it's just a weird thing to me. I start to my my spidey senses start to go off about you. Now, this is a quick tweet that I saw yesterday, and um, you know, I remember a time when politicians would just shut the fuck up and not say anything. Oh, has she taken it down? Oh, she took it down. Oh, no. Oh, wait, or is this it? There we go. Let's see. Come on. Oh, this guy fucking, this guy tweets a ton. Shit. I gotta go through his whole Twitter file to find this. Well, yesterday he had put up, um, or the day before maybe, let's see, let me keep scrolling through here, Um, a response, oh, here it is, here it is, Um, a response uh, from a a United States congresswoman. Her name is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and she's speaking out about Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Um, What I will say, though, is while I'm very glad that the person that is arguably responsible for the some of the largest driving some of the most uh, amounts of death threats and violent threats, not just to my office, but to plenty of people across the country, um, I also kind of feel like I'm like waiting for the cutscene at the end of a Marvel movie after all the credits have rolled, and then you see like the villain's like hand reemerge out to grip grip over. I'm not gonna play anymore because it sickens me. Why is the United States sitting Congresswoman making any kind of fucking statement whatsoever about a news anchor being fired? Why is that? Aren't these people, don't, don't they hold themselves to be better than us, and that's why they go to these galas? See, you can't have it both ways, honey. You can't go to the Met Gala wearing a $30,000 dress that somehow you forgot to report, and somehow you're on the ethics committee list now. Shocking. And then you can't be like a real person and make a little TikTok video or a little Instagram story about your feelings about Tucker Carlson, a free United States citizen who can say whatever he wants to under the First Amendment of the United States of America. You are nothing but a horse-faced cunt. I, 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 I'm sorry. No disrespect, but you're a cunt. You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. And the only thing that's going to change is you're going to become an even bigger cunt. When I met a guy that doesn't watch sports, I immediately know I have nothing in common with him and try to get myself removed from that situation. Yeah. Why haven't they not said anything about their boy Don Lemon? Interesting, isn't it? (laughs) Ogre says, I want a head from her so bad. She'd be a great grudge fuck. Responsible. What the fuck? I hate her. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. I could see them reporting on the de- or, or, or maybe a politician 
saying something about the death of, like, Walter Cronkite? Or the retirement of Walter Cronkite? I could see that. I, 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 I could almost see that. But when a guy, at, and, and look, I know that, that there are a lot of Tucker Carlson fans out there, and I respect you. He wasn't necessarily my brand of vodka. I like some of the stuff he did. Don't get me wrong. But um, he was very popular. I, I read somewhere yesterday, and I, I don't have the official numbers. I don't know how they do it if this is just stock numbers, but Fox's stock has gone down about a billion dollars due to this firing. Hey, uh, Rupert Murdoch, you're just losing your company's value. That No big deal. But, hey, it's your company. You can do what you want with it. I ain't going to tell you what to do with it. But going back to tell you, Tucker Carlson is nowhere near the level that Walter Cronkite was. There are no journalism schools named after Tucker Carlson, sadly, yet. And there shouldn't be because he's not bipartisan. He's a, part- he's a partisan reporter. And you might like him because you are on the right, and, and there's nothing wrong with that because that's the way the media is today. And that's why we have the problems that we have because there aren't enough. If you look at media... Do you think that it's a um, an anomaly? Do you think it's by accident that the one place conservatives ruled media-wise is now the one that is the most antiquated and less used? And I'm talking about terrestrial radio. Barack Obama was so bothered by right-wing radio hosts. This is true. He wanted to enact a bill that would say for every hour of conservative talk you have on a radio station, you have to have an hour of liberal talk. I'm dumbing it down for you. That was an actual actual bill that he wanted to pass. Radio stations said, no, we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to let the government program our radio stations yet. But is there any any wonder? And I'm not saying that the, because the GOP moves so slow, the right moves so slow. When they move, though, it's going to it's going to cause a gigantic rumble, i.e., Fox, i.e., Budweiser. But it takes them forever to do it. Harrison, uh, at least when you meet those guys, you know not to offer them meat or dairy products. <laughs> Fox and Budweiser should have done mid-season swap. Tucker for Dylan. Imagine the fun we'd have. That dumb whore Chelsea Handler put up a post about him, too, to look like AOC. Now, see, Chelsea Handler, I ain't got a problem with. She's a comedian. She's a, 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 a satirist. She's satirical. I don't, uh, look, I think she's a, a washed-up cunt who I never thought was funny. I'm trying to use the word cunt more. I'm trying to bring the British side out of me out, just to let you know. Um, but I, I, I think Chelsea Handler is an untalented fucking hack. But I expect her. I don't expect a sitting. This is like when you see the president on The Tonight Show. They're better than that. They're not, they're not celebrities. 
they're 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 about the furthest thing away from a celebrity that you could be because they have no talent. And I know that's the new thing now. These influencers think that there's so much talent and, and because they can lip sync a video. I'm on some sort of crazy fucking ban on TikTok to where I only get 240 views of any of my videos now. I still think CNN would be insane to not immediately pick him up. It would be a move that would have the whole country going nuts. Interest in CNN would go through the roof and ratings money would follow. Christopher, you're absolutely right. But... And, and, and man, oh man, I, I really hate to give you the tires. Do you think any of the crybabies at CNN will allow that to happen? The answer is absolutely not. They would have them, they, they would be, they would, CNN would be threatened with a mass walkout of all their quote unquote talent. And seeing it, look, look, I I agree with you. I look, I think that would be. I I think Tucker Carlson going to CNN and fighting everybody at CNN verbally because I don't think he can handle himself in a scrap. And by the way, he's got an ugly wife too. God damn. I hope Tucker's banging fucking coeds on the side. Oh, it would it it would it would it it would immediately make CNN relevant again. Agreed completely. But all the people that work at CNN, they'd be they would be fucking they would be besides themselves. Wolf Blitzer would put a fucking revolver in his mouth. He'd be brushing his teeth with a shotgun. I don't think Tucker's ever been a host at CNN before. I'm not sure, though. Like I said, I'm not the the world's biggest fan of him. Honestly, I I know he's on News Nation, but I still like Bill (laughs) O'Reilly. I know I'm old. How about they bring Bill O'Reilly back to Fox? Or have Bill O'Reilly and Tucker Carlson do a show where they argue with each other. I think that'd be great. I know that I'm just seeing Bill O'Reilly right now. I love Bill. Bill O'Reilly is that fucking old crotchety man that we all love. If I was the CEO at CNN looking at mass walkouts, I'd be like, bye, bitches. Go not get ready to MSNBC. And, and honestly, and this is the funny part. This is the absolute hysterical part about this conversation, Christopher is that CEOs used to be like you. They used to have balls. Even when they were publicly traded companies, they still had balls to shake things up because they knew that they, the end... It, look, if you got to make up for a bad quarter, you hire him. You sign him to a six-month contract. Give him $10 million for six months. If it don't work out, adios. If it does work out, fucking renegotiate. Bill O'Reilly, Tucker Carlson, and Sean Hannity can reenact the human centipede with Don Lemon going, feed her, despite not having any women there. (laughs) Boy, that would be a lovely one. I just don't. 
I'm afraid. I, I know that Tucker Carlson has a lot of fans. And uh, I, look, I, I don't have anything against him. I hope he doesn't get too whacked up in the conspiracy world and go down the Alex Jones trail. I'm just worried about that. That, that, that that's all. I mean, we, one Alex Jones is enough. Really, one. I, I I don't need another one in this world. Um, the state of Washington has lost their ever fucking loving minds. And I, I, I say this with all due respect to the state of Washington, but you're all a bunch of crazy, stupid fuckers up there. First of all, you pass a bill that says if you don't agree with your kid getting transitioned under the age of 18, we can take your kid from you. That bill has passed. Second bill that just got signed is the assault ban, uh, the assault rifle ban there. The state will determine which ones are that because they haven't listed any actual rifles yet, but just assault rifles in general. So there you go. You, you've gotten rid of that. And now, an Olympia school district in the Washington state is under fire for cutting music classes amid claims they promote white supremacy culture. And significant institutional violence. Last week, they eliminated band and orchestra from fourth grade. One member commenting that the problems with how elementary instrumental uh, music is administered. Um, Who's this person? Alicia Perkins, a mother of three in the district, called out the absurdity. We've reached a level of absurdity in our school district and look on our school board and our leadership that is just hard to ignore. I, w- I want to know, okay, we're a school district that lives in, uh, entrenched in, is surrounded by white supremacy culture, and that's a real thing. There's nothing about strings or wind instruments that is instinctually white supremacist. However, the ways... In which it is the ways in which all of our institutions, not just schools, local government, state government, churches, neighborhoods, and collate and allow white supremacy culture to continue to be propagated. We're in a tornado warning in Rockwall. Hold on a second. Let me let me check my phone. Somebody just texted me. Am I in a tornado warning? I mean, it's gray outside. It's raining. No thunderstorms, but no no tornadoes. So whoever whoever sent that, thank you. I appreciate it. Zach says good morning, Arnie and crew. Beautiful day today. There you go. It's classical music, not gangster rap. Where's the violence? They must be playing the Beatles. I I. Now you're going after music, too? I mean, look, look, look. I'm not going to say that there's not music that is generated towards white supremacy. They have their own bands and things like that. Those skinhead groups and the the, the racist groups, they have that. I don't think they're teaching that in elementary school. I believe they're sticking with Bach and Beethoven, probably. 
Maybe some Mozart. I don't know. Maybe if they want to jazz things up, some Glenn Miller. But I, I, I truly doubt that they're playing David Allen Coe in elementary schools. Idiots. I, I, I think the entire state of Washington is going to be the next Jim Jones catastrophe. Remember Jim Jones, some kind of, he was a cult leader. He got 970 people to drink Kool-Aid, and that's where the phrase came from, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, that had, like, fucking poison in there. Killed them all. When is that going to happen to the entire state of Washington? I missed my fifth grade Johnny Rebel concerts. Aggie wore him, totally racist. Totally racist. What's a chicken's favorite musician? Fuck! I love that joke. Um, then you have a joke about a company called White and getting into the electricity business called White Power. <laughs> Hello, this is White Power. White Power, how can we help you? Thank you for choosing White Power. Have a White Power Day. I could do that for hours. <laughs> Hello, thank you for calling White Power. See, I'm not I'm not pausing long enough. Hold on. Uh, thank you for calling White Power. <laughs> there it is. That's the correct way. See, I would have to educate the receptionists. You have to take a pause in between good morning. <laughs> oh, wait, no, 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 you don't take the pause. That's right, you don't take the pause. <laughs> White Power, how can we help you? <laughs> oh, your, your electricity's out? Well, you, uh, man, White Power. <laughs> oh, gosh, all right. One more story in this segment. You know that old phrase, it could be worse, you could be living in Haiti? No, you don't know that old phrase? We're going to make that a new old phrase. Remember, it could be worse, you could be living in Haiti. 19 men that were in a motorcycle gang, allegedly, in Haiti. Now, you got to think about how rough you got to be to be in a motorcycle gang in Haiti. I, I, you think about it. Yeah, you, look, look, look. You, you wouldn't want to tussle with, you know, some, some hell's angels or some Mongols or, or some. And I'm not trying to disrespect any group out there. I just know those two are the easiest ones for me to remember. You're not going to tussle with them in America, right? Because they, 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 a lot of them are on the. 1%, you know, where they, they commit a lot of crimes. They're bad people. Now, once you go to Haiti, cannibalism, Satanism, all on the, the table for regular daily activities, voodoo. And you got a motorcycle gang there. Those are some tough hombres. Well, 19 men were killed in Port-au-Prince on Monday in two separate attacks. Video shows a mob piling tires on the suspected gangsters before lighting them on fire. Holy shit, and there is video. There is, oh my God, who has video in Haiti? 
That's somebody that they're talking about living in Back to the Future right there. I mean, like, like, like the cops catch him. Oh, God damn. You, you scroll down some more. You get some pictures of people just burning up with the tires. Hey, ladies, we are giving out free hey, shut up. samples. Nobody asked you. Good Lord. They do not like motorcycles in Haiti. The mob beat and burned 18, 13 men to death with gasoline-soaked tires. Uh, after they pulled him from police custody at a traffic stop, six more bo- burned bodies were seen in a nearby neighborhood later in the day. Witnesses claimed to have seen police kill them before residents set them on fire. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> to quote Mia Wallace, I said, God damn, God damn. I hope Texas Tech doesn't mind me Googling man lit on fire in Haiti <laughs> on my work computer. Now, that's how you deal with gangs. Bravo to Haiti. Boy, oh, boy. I, I, I got to tell you, I think I might be changing my fucking vacation this year. I, I don't think I'm going to go to Haiti. Puerto Prince, sorry. Not that interested. Oh, my God. All right, phone number. <clears throat> 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You still got a little time to get in uh, listener mail, which we are doing next. Sitting on a bale of hay 
He ain't good looking, but he sure can play. And there's CZ Top, and you can't forget that old brother Will is getting soaking wet. And all the good people down in Tennessee are digging barefoot Jerry and CDB. Well, gather round, gather round, chill and get down. Well, you can get down, chill and get loud. Well, you can get loud, him be proud. Well, you can be proud, him be proud to a rebel, cause South's gonna do it again. Yes, it is. Soon to be the one I left behind 
And Lord, it's killing me to see her crying. She knows I'm lying here beside her with Linda. My brain really uh, latched onto the CNN CEO idea. I'm coming up with a whole programming day. Starting with the midday, we do real news, old school, just facts kind of stuff. Evening program starts with opinion. I'll start with a liberal opinion show. I'll get somebody like Keith Olbermann. No, you won't. Uh, Then a conservative opinion show like Tucker Carlson. Then a crossfire debate show. Imagine a show where Tucker and Olbermann debate the issues of the day. Then I can bring in Steven Crowder with a nighttime news comedy show. Then we start the next morning show with Arnie States, Tommy, and Mikey. <laughs> we would be printing money, a complete takeover of cable news. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic. Oh, for, for, for me and Tommy to be on a morning TV show, 
Fuck, we would probably make Mikey the liberal one of that show. Oh, that's funny. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's time for listener mail. Each and every week we do listener mail. You send in mail to me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com, and your listener mail is sponsored by the best company in the world, JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, the rest. Oh, man. Oh, the rest. I, 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 once again, I, I find out these things just oh, in passing. The rest, you know what they like to do? Uh, let, let, let me let me tell you what the rest like to do. The rest like to come to your house for a estimate, and they steal your soiled underwear. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? Soiled underwear. And they sell them to the Shittistan princes. And do you know what they do with that money? They buy hip replacements for the senior citizens they traffic and make adult films with. Now, if I can say anything about my friend Jesse at JS Floors, I can say this. He is not a human trafficker. No, he is not. All he wants to do is give you the best floors in your house because you deserve it. So call my friend Jesse, the non-human trafficker, at 775 267 4 one, two, three. Man, oh man. The, the, the rest is just getting worse week after week after week. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, all right. Before we get into this letter, I promised you guys. I did this yesterday. It hit me all of a sudden after um, Braddy Kid told me that, that her... Uh, the the good the good spawn the, the the I don't want to call him the chosen one because that's me I am the chosen one he's the favorite spawn he sent a text about a new possible George Strait song and I said ooh I can do that and it literally took me about four and a half minutes to pin this beauty and and I I, I I've got to say I'm very very proud of this one and uh, I I hope y'all like it. I think this one could be one of your all-time favorites. I'm just saying. You can play any time. Y'all ready? All my exes have switched sexes And that is just plain insane to me But all my exes have changed sexes And that's why I stay at home alone Robert's down in Sacktown wearing frilly things. Then there's Dawn, whose waist went wrong and is a hippo now. Brandon tried and tried and tried, but couldn't fill my shoes. And it's sad that they all share in the raining blues. Now it's time for me to help you. 
All you have to do is write to me. If you don't do that right now, I'll be forced to go out and fuck a cow. Oh, oh my God. Oh. That one, that, that we, 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 it, we might get an encore performance of that one. Uh, you know, I always give you two. I always give you two. So uh, we, we got another one up. Uh, you you got to let me know if you want a, 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 an encore of that one. Uh, favorite offspring, loved it, Arnie. Thought about you when I sent it to my mother. There it is. The favorite offspring. Now, and, and, and it's funny because I had this song picked out yesterday. And I told you about Ted Lasso today, and uh, has a lot to do about dads. And uh, it's funny that I had picked this yesterday to do, so we're going to do it. And uh, you know it's my all-time favorite. Fat, 
really fat I find it all so amusing To think you did all that You didn't win And may I say Oh, I'm here And I'm not fucking going anywhere shit right there those would be two number one hits I, i'd release them at the same time they'd be tied at number one tell you this right now i'd walk i'd walk out of the grammys taylor who that's right i said it beyonce who i'm walking out of there with 58 grammys first time and then i'll release two other songs next year same thing will happen 58 more grammys hell i'll probably win a fucking oscar too they'll be like those songs are so magical we're going to give you an Oscar. Then they're going to fucking do a, a play about me. It'll be sold out on Broadway for 58 years. Once again, another 58 Tony Awards I win. Another Academy Award. Oh, all kinds of American Music Awards. I don't even count those anymore. Then I win an Emmy for a fucking show that I end up doing, the CNN show. Christopher, you're going to hire me at CNN. We're going to win an Emmy. I'll be an EGOT. I'll have them all, based on those two songs alone right there. Not to mention the Country Road songs. I mean, come on. All right, now we got to help somebody out. But, uh, all right, first letter here is from Max. It says, Dear Arnie, I need some advice about how to handle a new boss at work. Whew. Man, oh, man. We, we, we would get those every once in a while, and it, it was always fun. I'll, I'll never forget. We were uh, – we we're a cock of the block, if you will. They'll make a movie about you with a skinny black dude. No, it'll be it'll be Wanda Sykes that plays me. <laughs> um, I'll never forget. And 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 we were in Sacramento at the time, and we were number one in Sacramento. It was uh, like right after our first big number one. And I remember I came back. I was coming to see my dad, and whenever I'd see my dad, I'd always stop off at the radio station. I'd always stop off on Sutro. Why? Because that's where I started, and it's always good to pay homage 
to your to your to your radio station. If you're in in that market, if you're on in that market, it's always good to to go and, and shake the hands and kiss the babies and do all that kind of shit, right? Plus, I started there. That's my building. I built that building. The new building they have now on Plum that was built courtesy of my back. And yes, I'm egotistical about it. We had a boss come in, nice guy. I, I still know him today. And I'll never forget, he came up to me. He goes, man, I'd love to air check you guys sometime. <laughs> air check is when, when uh, the boss listens to your show and critiques your show, tries to point out little things. And I already had somebody like that that I already worked with. So I, I just looked at him. I said, yeah, okay. And I blew it off. So new bosses are, yeah, new bosses can be good and they can be a pain in the ass. Um, let's see. I'll continue this. Uh, you see, I've been in my line of work for about 30 years. And it's something I love to do. I, for some reason, getting passed over and passed over for promotion after promotion. Recently, a new boss came on board, and it's someone who I help mentor. Is this something that I should be pissed about? And how can I not tell this person that they are doing the wrong thing all the time? Thanks for your help. Keep rocking. That's from Max. Man, that Sutro station had the best view. It did. I love I Look, it, as crummy as it was when I first started there. And let me tell you, when we first started there, that place was a run-down shack. And then we built new studios, started to take, take hold. I was very, very sad when they moved from that building. I will never, I will never go to the gas station that is on, on Sutro and North McCarran. I will never, ever go in there. Yeah, I, I, it's sacrilege. It's, it's like I would never buy a car from CarMax. It's on top of the wet and wild now. Um, yes, I, I have heard that you're out. and, and uh... <laughs> Oh, TikTok, TikTok. That's all I have to say about Lotus Communications right now. Um, this is a tough one. Somebody you mentored and, and you get, first of all, you got to, you got to ask yourself, why do they keep passing over me? If you've been in this line of work for 30 years, you're probably really, really good at it. I'm almost at 30 years at this and I'm still working at becoming better at it, but I'm pretty good. And you have to ask yourself, why am I getting passed over, passed over, passed over? Are you not fighting for it? Or are you not good? I, I, it doesn't say what he does. Um, but if you've been doing it for 30 years, probably somewhere around my age, maybe a little older. Um, I don't know. I it, Like I say, it's tough not knowing what you do. Uh, I wish I could help you, but bite it. May, maybe you'll find that you'll like this guy. And maybe you'll find subtle ways to tell him he's doing everything wrong. He's doing everything wrong because he's doing everything the way he wants to do it and not the way that you've been doing it. And that's wrong to you, but it might be right to him. So unless you want to leave this job, Max, I never, ever tell people to leave their job unless you have another job lined up. If you got another job lined up and you don't want to put up with this bullshit, it's fine by me. But I say try to hash it out. Try to give your boss a chance. Give the new boss a chance. Let him or her hang themselves. 
Uh, you're out. I'm gonna let me respond to one thing that you 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 said. Did you hear that Payne is the manager now? Um, this is the radio station that I used to work at. This is a radio station I built. I was there for the first song we played. Chris Payne wasn't. Um, it was um, it was a uh, come out and play by the Offspring. That was the first official song we played. We played a week of just playing whatever we wanted to. And it was crazy, and the market was going nuts. Like, what are they going to play? What are they going to play? And we became a rock station. And I'll never, ever forget the first time I ever met Chris Payne. Now, Chris Payne and I are estranged. We're no longer friends. And that's kind of sad to me. It's it's hard not to picture WKRP in Cincinnati when talking about Reno. Oh, perfect example. Perfect. Perfect. Did the other guy get the job because he fits diversity requirements? Um, so the first time I ever met Chris Payne, um, Chris Payne was working at a, a record store in town. Kids, a record store is where we used to go and purchase music before we had computers everywhere. He worked at Tower. And uh, I remember being on the show that morning, and we came up with this idea during the show Stupid, you know, one of these stupid, wacky radio stunts. But um, my partner and I at the time, we went to Tower, and I think we went there on purpose because uh, there are a lot of bad things being said about the radio station by a certain person whose name rhymes with Chris Payne. And he happened to be working that day. And our promotion that day was this. Walmart had announced that they were going to stop selling Playboy magazine. Look, this is stupid. I I know it's stupid, but this is the kind of shit that works in radio. So we went to Tower Records and bought every copy of Playboy that they had. And we were going to go to the Walmart parking lot. And this is before, you know, Reno had 58 different Walmarts. I think we had two then. Maybe just one. And we told listeners, hey, if you want a a free copy of Playboy, come down to the... and, And we got rid of them in like 10 minutes. We had like 30 copies, right? But I'll never forget, we checked out, and Chris Payne was checking us out, and I tell you this, I have never been more mean-mugged in my life. My partner knew who he was. And I, I, I'm taking them out, and I think my, hand, my partner's handing him a business card saying, we want to interview you. Because I will tell you this, at that time, and I'll say this about Chris Payne on the Chris Payne is is, is a talent beyond talents. I I, I don't uh, I I don't I'm never going to take that away from him. Chris Payne is one of the most talented people I've ever worked with, bar none. His passion will get in the way though of his talent, and whatever and, and it's for whatever passion he has at that moment. Um. But I'll never forget hearing the story of the first time that Chris interviewed at the radio station. Chris walked in there, and uh, my ex-partner, our general manager, scumbag, and the biggest scumbag that I knew, the program director, who had a certain funk to him, interviewed Chris. Chris walked into that interview and said, you need me here. That's pretty much it. Interview pretty much ended in five minutes, and Chris walked out, and of course he did not get hired. 
few months later, there was an opening. And who came to the record sto- or the radio station with his tail between his legs? It's Chris. I met him. I forgave him for the mean mugging. I, I wasn't uh, as, as cynical as I am now. I forgave him, and we became best friends. Uh, it was two weeks into my friendship with Chris that I got a DUI, and I'll never forget this. I pulled him aside so I could tell him personally because I didn't want hear him, him hearing it through the, the grapevine. That's how close he and I were. Um, I wish Chris nothing but the best in this job that he's got because I know this will get back to him. Um, don't let your passion get in the way. And, and I know you, and, and, and I know that you have so many things going on. Being a, a program director for a top-tier rock station is a full-time job, and you have like 14 of those already. So good luck. You're going to need it. That's all I got to say about that. So there you go. See, I didn't say anything ill towards him, but TikTok. Uh, Harrison says, I still live at record stores. If you're on TikTok, uh, what, what the hell is this page called? Hold on a second here. I, I, I'm going to give you some love here, Harrison. Um, Harrison, and, and I like the one that he did today. Um, I like I, I like a lot of them. I just don't see a lot of them. Um, your Morning Vinyl, I believe that's it. If you're on TikTok, search up Your Morning Vinyl, and uh, he'll, he'll play some vinyl record. Uh, today is the Dream Police, one of my favorite records of all time. So, Harrison, great job with that. Keep that up. Uh, Max, I, I, I hope that advice helped you. Uh, I thought y'all were still friends. I'm not on TikTok. Uh, no, no, Chris and I, no, no, sadly. He let his politics get in the way. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? This is from Steve. It says, Arnie. Like you, I am so confused at all these hearings and subcommittee meetings going on. When will they just drop the hammer on these assholes like the head of the FBI and Hunter Biden? You know that if they ever get Hunter in front of them, they'll just give him the runaround as well. Let's actually put these fuckers on trial. Oh, he went further than left her out. Um, uh, Steve, I'm with you. I, 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 I bitched about it on this show a number of times. These Senate subcommittee meetings where or, or when they just ask a simple question, what's your definition of a woman? And nobody, nobody will answer that. But I always like to hear old radio stories. Oh, I, look, we I, there's so many stories from that building. I mean, I, I could literally do an entire show on just the hijinks that I did. For example, because look, 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 let me get back to this mail and then I'll tell the example story here. Um, Steve. Good luck, because the left does this, the right does this. They're all doing this. They all run in circles. I I want to see these people in jail. I want to see them impeached. But until we get some lawmakers who fucking bang the gavel and say, enough of the fucking runaround, answer the question. If you don't answer the question, you're in contempt of this subcommittee, which will include jail time. So answer your definition of a woman, please. That's what I think they should do. Will they? Fuck no. Of course they won't. Because the right won't do it because the right knows that they will be held accountable and the same thing will happen to them 
when they're in front of a Senate subcommittee someday. And that's the way it works. Okay. So, one other story from the Ray. And it, it involves, and, and I have so many fond stories of Chris. And that's what hurts about he and I not being friends anymore is that, man, I got all these great stories. Um, as you know, I do this job to feed my ego and get attention. I, I'm not going to hide from that. If I can make a group of people laugh, my, my addiction is fulfilled. I, I The endorphins are going off like crazy. By the way, we're working on dates. Just letting you know. Next show could be the last show with Arnie. Just saying. Um, but my favorite thing to do, it, and, and sometimes I would just hang out at the radio station because I didn't have anything to do during the day. I'd go work out. Get ready for softball that night. But I loved hanging out at the radio station. Why? Because I could do whatever I wanted there. I was loved in that building. So the one thing that I loved doing the most was making crank phone calls. I loved doing crank phone calls. And I always made sure that Chris was around when I did crank phone calls because I would make him laugh so hard because he couldn't believe... Like the things I would ask, I remember I called this uh, this former former mentor of mine who was on the morning show when I was the intern, and uh, I've told you the Tom Rhodes story. I, I I called him so many times. I remember I asked him one time they had <laughs> they had some kind of pet shelter in, and this was twenty twenty five years ago, right? Back before we thought about prosthetics for dogs. I asked something about prosthetics for dogs, and Chris was on the ground. He was laughing so hard, and I just had to hang up the phone because I was laughing so hard. Man, oh, man, we used to, we, we used to have so much fun in that building. Oh, my, my, my favorite, I, I'll tell you, my all-time favorite story from that building. Well, at least right now it is. Um, um, <laughs> used to do the midday show. And this is back when we were a country station. And it was uh, it was the two guys and Arnie the intern in the morning. And it was a Thursday. Now, on Wednesday nights, <laughs> had a gig at Rodeo Rock Cafe. She would be, like, she, she had a gig there. Like, like, it was a live remote. She'd be there from, like, 9 to midnight. And she would just get sloppy drunk. And this was one of the times she got really sloppy drunk. I think it was called like the, the, the I forget what it was called. It, I, it had some goofy fucking cowboy type name. Because everything about that station, we were a country station, was wrong. Every time we cracked the mic, we had to crack it. Hit kicking new country. Hit kicking. Hit Kicking new country. God, I hated that phrase so much. Hit kicking new country. K hit 104.5. Still got it. And uh, so this this Thursday morning, it's it's we would sign off at about 9:50 every morning. And there'd be like 10 minutes of music. I'd have to sit in there until he <laughs> got in there. And it's 9:55 and he <laughs> is nowhere to be seen. And she's usually there about 9.30. So 
one of the guys calls her and she's like, oh, I'm going over. Oh, I'll be in. And, uh. I said, well, she's going to have to learn. <laughs> so this is back. This is back when people drank water out of water bottles. You remember the old water bottles, the plastic with the screw top and the gigantic long straw? We took we took his water bottle, I did, and uh, we took the straw, and I went back to the break room, and for some reason, every break room in America will have a giant container of salt. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it was at every radio station I ever went to, they had salt. Not just little packets of it. We're talking the big one. Yeah, you know, the little rainbow or whatever that shit, Morton's. So I opened that fucking tin, like, tooth that's on there. Made that terrible noise. And I was very, very smart because I watered her straw down first, the inside of it. And then I filled it with salt. We didn't fill up her container. Then we put, I, I put it back, and I put it back in its spot. So, uh... We come back, I put it in a spot, we're waiting for it. She should, we see her pulling the parking lot all crazy, reckless. She pulls in, she runs in, she grabs her water bottle, she's like, hey, I have to go get water. We're like, okay, okay. So she gets her water, she comes back, and we go. I go sit in the bullpen with the other guy, and, and Scab is down the hall at his office. And we all, nobody has any music on in their office, nobody, right? And all of a sudden, we just hear, <laughs> and she goes tearing down the office. <laughs> eh, my water bottle is full We're like, don't be late again. <laughs> so mean. So terrible. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Mage, good morning to you. He says, good morning, Ask AIG. Sorry, uh, late work meeting uh, sucks. Hey, no problem. You never had to apologize for being late. Glad you're here, buddy. Max volume is Johnny Fever, WKRP. He actually could be. He possibly, uh, honestly, I, I, I need a DNA test. Hey, Listen up, it's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie! <laughs> fuck that bloated man. Dude, that's funny. Oh, we used to do, I would grease her chair. We, we would put her chair way, way down, and she would, like, like lift it up, and I'd put grease or oil or, or fucking mayonnaise on there sometimes. Uh, this is from Susan. It says, Arnie! I'm actually one of the people that follow the royal family, and before you start in on my uh, me, no, I'm not British, but I love the fairy tale feelings that it gives me. I, I, I get that. I get that. It's it's a big thing in America. People like that shit. I don't get it, but hey, I understand you. I was just wondering what your thoughts are that Harry will be alone at the coronation, and yes, I will be recording it as well. Sound like Pam. Um. They're putting they're putting Megan a lot out in the spotlight this week. They went to a, a an NBA game earlier this week, and they were sitting there, and they were all cozy. 
I think that if you have to show off how much that you care about somebody else in public spaces like that so the media can see it, I think there are a lot of problems going on underneath. I don't think for one second that she's okay that she's not going to the coronation. Her ego is so destroyed by this that someday she'll have to face the fact that she was a nobody of an actress and that the only reason people ever wanted to hang out with her is because she was royalty. And that's something that she doesn't want to accept because her ego won't allow her to accept that. I think Harry might stay. I'm just saying. We'll see. There are kids involved, so we'll see. But I, I'm not going to watch any of that stuff. Uh, best part of uh, her was on that show was you fucking with her. Oh, uh, Do welfare recipients make uh, you feel the same way because that's who the royal family is? I know, right? Um, he, oh, God. I mean, you've got so many memories going in my head right now of the things that we used to do. Oh my God, we we were we were so bad. We were so mean. The shit we did to not only her but to other people. My 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 all time favorite though. I I swear to God, this is my all time favorite. is when we would have our, our music quizzes or, or any quiz. Music quizzes I didn't cheat on. I was that good at, at guessing the name that tune. But any other quiz, we had a system worked out to where the question was read and the four answers were given and all it was was a simple eyebrow raise on the answer. So if A was this, B was this, and all of a sudden C, the eyebrows were raised, I knew it was C. And she never, ever picked up on that. I never lost a quiz to her, and that was one of the funniest things in the world. I think I even won a quiz about women on that. Mr. J says, Canadian accent, we want our privacy. God, South Park was so great with that. All right, next one, let's go. Keep Suck it going. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Hardy, I was just wondering with your Rangers in first place, what are your thoughts now on the pitch clock? That's from Daryl, and he emphasized now. As you know, I was not a proponent of the pitch clock. I didn't like it. By the way, I still don't like it, and I don't think it has anything to do with the Rangers being in first place. I think the pitch clock is stupid. Now, I don't mind that baseball games are taking two hours or less, two and a half hours or less, unless it's a run fest like we did against the A's. I hate the fact that you can only throw two pickoffs to to first base. I think that's stupid. I'm worried. I'm worried that next season they're going to limit the amount of foul balls a person can hit. They're slowly turning this into beer league softball night. They have ghost runners at second base and extra innings. Gay. Harrison says, I love the pitch clock. Best thing that happened to baseball. Completely disagree with you, Arnie. Pitch clock is okay. Too short, though. Uh, Thanks for bringing that up again. Sorry, Stinkfist. I apologize. I did that just for you, by the way. Um... 
Here's the thing with the pitch clock, Harrison. And, and it's fine. It, great. I'm glad you disagree with me on that. Fantastic. I have no problems with that. Um, I'll tell you this right now. The pitch clock will go away. Um, Zach just texted, the pitch clock is costing MLB money. The rule will be adjusted by the break. Well, it's going to cost them a lot of money in revenue based on um, beer sales. The game only lasts two hours now. You only got an hour and a half to drink that beer, if that, because they cut off sales in the seventh inning. Ghost right? Well, not really ghost right. They actually put a guy at second base, and if he scores, no ERA changes. It's the stupidest thing, Kale. If they were to call the strike zone, the exact same thing would be happening in Major League Baseball right now. If they called the actual strike zone, from the armpits to the knees, and I know there's a lot of people that are like, oh, my God, I've never seen. No, you don't see strikes called above the belt. But above the belt is still the strike zone. What would that do? Well, that would force players to swing the bat more often, which is what the clock is kind of doing too. And it would move the game along. We don't need a pitch clock. We need the strike zone to be called where it is. The other thing that we definitely don't need is instant replay. I hate instant replay in baseball. Hate it. I think it's the worst thing to ever happen to the game. You can no longer charge players with errors anymore. Errors are a part of the game, which means umpiring is a part of the game, which means they make errors there. Now that we have replay, can we go back and give the 1985 St. Louis Cardinals a World Series? Because the runner was out at first base against them. That ball game was over. Hell, I'll get into my fucking time machine and go back and move Nelson Cruz to the back of the fucking fence. And he catches that ball, and the Rangers win a World Series. I agreed that baseball should be sped up. But the main problem that nobody, and I want to emphasize, nobody talks about are the amount of commercials that happen during the postseason. Do you know why postseason games take four hours to play? It's because they have sold extra commercials. Why? Because they can generate millions upon millions of dollars in revenue, and that's what it's all about. So instead of a three-minute block, you get a four-minute block. Let me me dumb this down for you. So you get three three three-minute blocks, usually an hour, for commercials. If you have an hour show, three, maybe four, depending on the popularity of the show. So that means 12 minutes. 12 minutes out of the hour is commercials. 48 minutes is product. Now, you add an extra minute to those, and all of a sudden, you've got 48 minutes of commercials. Or, I'm sorry, not 48 minutes. You have 16 minutes of commercials, which drags the process out. Just saying. And nobody will talk about that. But, uh, Daryl, I still don't like the pitch clock. Don't like it at all. I like that the Rangers are in first place, but I don't like the pitch clock. And probably never, ever will. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. It's not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Um, let's see. This is from Sam. Says, Arnie, I have a Mount Rushmore topic. I talked about this yesterday. 
Uh, I was thinking that you have done the greatest franchises movie before. But what would you say about the greatest trilogies? For example, I would lump the original Star Wars trilogy with Empire and and Jedi as one and the others as garbage. (laughs) Uh, Keep up the great show. You are killing it. Well, um, thanks to uh, talking about this yesterday, Christopher went out of his way last night. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. I got to do the right thing here. Christopher. Went out of his way yesterday and provided me with a bunch of ideas for greatest trilogy. Stop that, though. Um, and I, 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 I took some of those, and I took some that I had, and we will be doing this on Friday. Friday, we will do the Mount Rushmore of the greatest trilogies, and we're just talking about three movies, not the entire spectrum. Now, you Harry Potter fans out there, I don't know enough about your franchise, but you have a big franchise. You have way more than three, and I guess a lot of them were good. A lot of times, and I'm going to tell you one that's not in there, Beverly Hills Cop. Why? Because three was so abysmal. I can't put it in there as greatest trilogy. Now, there are some franchises that have five or six movies, and the four, five, and six all suck, but I can I can say those first three were great. So we have an entire Mount Rushmore to do on Friday of the greatest movie trilogies. Thank you to Sam, and thank you to Christopher for working so hard on that. Tomorrow we got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, and we've got the NFL draft and a bunch of sports to talk about. So tomorrow's going to be a busy day as well. Not Bucket, it's time for mail call. And here, listen up, it's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> The original Taboo trilogies were fucking great. <laughs> I know what that means. Psst. Those are pornos. Those were incestual pornos. <laughs> Those were the first daddy-stepdaughter pornos. Um, all right. Uh, this is from Ryan. It says, Arnie, I'm a huge Kings fan, and I'm really enjoying the playoffs. But I was wondering what you thought of this. If for some reason LeBron doesn't win a title again this year, how does that affect his legacy? Didn't they miss the playoffs last year? I'm glad somebody's fucking paying attention. Uh, oh, oh, does Smoking the Bandit series make the list? No, it does not. Part two and three, I, 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 I barely recognize part two. Part three is just terrible. So I, I really only recognize Smokey and the Bandit 1. 2 is mm, 3, pff, poop. So no, those are not making. Um, what does that do to LeBron's legacy? LeBron sucks. I, I, I'll just say it. LeBron is such an over... LeBron James is the most overrated. He possibly could be the most overrated athlete in the history of time. Name somebody somebody who's been more overrated than LeBron James. Let's remember, his championship record is 3-6. That's bad. I don't care if you've been to nine championships. Bill Walton went to 11. And I believe won all 11. 
Yet for some reason, nobody names Bill, Bill, I'm sorry, Bill Russell. Nobody names Bill Russell the greatest player of all time. LeBron is a sniveling bitch. Baker Mayfield. Ken Dog says he'll never be the GOAT. And I don't know why people keep pushing that. The only discussion is Bill Russell versus Michael Jordan. If you have, honestly, if you have any intelligence on any sports whatsoever, in, including, especially basketball, those are the only two people that you can talk as the greatest of all time. Nine out of 11. I'm sorry, Stinkfist. Thank you for correcting that. He won nine out of 11. Jordan won six out of six. Was the MVP in all six. I'm not trying to knock Kobe. I think Kobe is is in the top five. Everybody says, oh, Kobe's number two. I, I already mentioned who number one and two are. You want to put Kobe in there? Okay, that's fine. You can have Kobe at three. I'll take Larry Bird at fourth. And then we can finally figure out who number five is. Um, Jesus, Ogre. You just brought me back to 1977 when you imagined porn through the scrambled TV screen when I would sneak into the living room at 2 in the morning. You know, the Zenith TV that weighed 400 pounds and had three buttons on the clicker? The clicker! And maybe every once in a while you could you, you could make out a nipple. Be like, oh, hey! Kobe had a great jump shot. Needs to work on his landings. Oh, I, you know what? Hold on a second. I got to take a picture of that. That that that's going to be a joke tomorrow. What was the only knock on Kobe Bryant? He had a great jump shot, but he couldn't land the. La- <laughs> he could never stick the landing. There it is. Okay. V Coop, you're amazing. You're out. Those were the days. The old staticky Bush. Oh, the taboo series. I- I'll throw a name out there. How about the name Seika? Fuck, that's old school. That's up there. I mean, that they, it's not like, you know, Linda Lovelace or, or Marilyn Chambers. But man, oh man, Seika. Seika and her Dolly Partons. Oh, Seika was something else. Where do Magic and Chamberlain fall in the conversation? I don't know near as much about ba- uh, baseball as you guys. Basketball. See, I put Magic, I, I honestly, honestly... My top, th- if I had to give my top five players of all time, and I'm not doing a Mount Rushmore basketball, my top five players of all time, um, it would be Jordan, it would be Russell, it would be Magic, it would be Bird, and then the the jury's out. You can put in Wilt, you can put in Kareem, you could put in Shaq if you wanted to. I I, I think once you get through those first four. You could put anybody on that team and they'd win. Kobe was such an involved dad. He was considered a helicopter parent. Oh, God damn it. Oh, hold on a second here. Let me take a picture of that one. Oh, are you going to get a joke in there too this week? Um, Dirk Nowinski. Mm, I'm not going to put Dirk up there. Dirk was a good player. One championship. I mean... In my opinion, Dirk Nowinski was a uh, 
It was a glamorized Kevin McHale. I said it. I'll, I'll live by that. Had a better jump shot. I'll, I'll give you, that was the one thing about Dirk. Dirk could shoot. He could, he could shoot. For a tall white kid, he could shoot. But I'm not going to put him in there. No, not at all. And by the way, LeBron, I, I, don't, I honestly don't think LeBron makes my top ten. And it's not for my utter hatred of LeBron because I fully admit, and, I, and I'm open about this, I cannot stand him. But I'd put people like Tim Russell or uh, Tim Tim Duncan, Tim Russell, Tim Tim Duncan, on the list before I put LeBron. Hell, I'd put Julius Irving on the list before I put LeBron. I put Pistol Pete Maravich on that list before I put Le- LeBron. All those guys. I would, you know, a one-on-one game I'd love to have seen, Prime versus Prime, LeBron against KG. Kevin Garnett was one of my all-time favorite players. I remember before I loved Dr. J so much, I was a big George Gervin fan. I used to be a huge NBA fan. And I loved George Gervin because he was the ice man. He had the finger roll. He was just smooth. And then there's Dr. J. Got to see Dr. J's last game in Dallas. T-shirts, doctor's last home house call. I got to see Magic and Kareem play against Dallas Live. We, I, got, I got to see a lot of great people. I got to see Bird play. Finally got to see Jordan, but he was with the Wizards at that time, and that kind of sucked. After thinking about it, you're right about Dirk, mind blown. And I'm not trying to be mean to Dirk Nowinski on that. By saying he's a glamorized Kevin McHale. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, I have a lot of love for Kevin McHale. White chocolate's up there, too. No. Jason Williams is not up there, too, favorite offspring. I can't ever hear Dirk without thinking of Dirk Diggler. Tim Duncan was way better than LeBron. His bank shop was almost unbeatable, and he was a leader on the court who didn't boss, but he inspired. He wasn't a diva-esque cancer like LeBron. He found ways to win and only lost one championship. Huge. I agree. I agree. But, hey, everybody's the, everybody's going to live in this, oh, LeBron is the greatest. LeBron's not even the best player in the game. I don't know who the best player in the game is because I don't watch anymore. That guy with the long last name from Milwaukee. Because it sure as fuck ain't LeBron. It ain't been LeBron in a long time. Dirk was the franchise, never played for another team, beat LeBron and won a championship. Okay. Larry Bird never played for another team. Michael Jordan only played for another team because he retired from the Bulls because he hated Jerry Krause. Kings game five is night, light the beam. They're back in Sacramento tonight, right? Okay. They got a chance. They got a chance. All right, last listener mail here. Let's do it. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, let me say that I do love the show, and I've been a loyal listener since the day you were an intern at the country station. Wow, you've been around forever. Yeah, go stars tomorrow. They can wrap up the series tomorrow night. But there is one thing that you do, and Tommy did it a lot the last time he was on. What is so interesting about pro wrestling? Don't get me wrong. I do appreciate the fact that you don't cover it every day, and when you do, it's usually not that long. 
I have tried, but I can't get over the fact that they are grown men in underwear pretending to fight. Other than that, this is the best show on in the world. Maggie. Well, I appreciate that, Maggie. And, and you know I try not to bombard you with... Look, look. I could talk wrestling twice as long as I do this show without taking a break, if I had to. I've seen these guys on TikTok and all these wrestling fan podcasts, and they're all morons, okay? You don't understand what pro wrestling is. I'm going to simply tell you what. Do you like movies? Because if you don't like movies, then I can't explain this to you. Wrestling is the longest-running drama that men have that isn't real sports. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to put down wrestling as not a real sport. The matches are predetermined. Yes. But those men and women... I did see that uh, Ric Flair was on Joe Rogan. I, I've seen a little bit of it. Uh, Ric Flair's promoting his weed business. It's weird. Um, but these are, are, are tremendous athletes. And they're, they're pretty good actors as well. Because they have to put on a show. And they don't get to do it just once a week like football players. They have to do it night in, night out. Back in the old days of wrestling, back in the territory days, guys would wrestle for about 330 days a year. That's right. They only got about 30 days off a year. And they had to put on these shows, and they had to entertain crowds because the crowds paid money. So when you go to a movie, you want to be entertained. When you lay down your money to go to a movie, and you see Tobey Maguire, and he's flying around the screens of Spider-Man, you realize that he's really not doing any of that. Oh, and by the way, the end of the movie is predetermined. Kind of like wrestling. So that's fake, too. But the problem is that a lot of the stunt people do the stunt for Tobey Maguire. There ain't no stunt people for wrestlers. They are the stunt people. And it's, uh, it's the longest-running soap opera known in the world. It's good versus evil. That's what it all comes down to. And it, 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 it's great. And when wrestling's good, they have great storylines. They have great stories to unfold. And when it's bad, it's bad. I, I, I'd look that there's wrestling on Thursday nights on fucking some long, way down the, the the channel channel. And I, I don't know. It's not Ring of Honor. It's I, I forget what it's called, but it sucks. And Bully Ray Dudley's on there, and I, I like I like Bully Ray. Uh, but Bubba Ray Dudley, whatever his name is, but the wrestling's bad, so I don't watch it. But wrestling is a is a man soap opera. I've said it forever, and I always love wrestling, and I always will love it. I don't like wrestling, but I've watched a lot of wrestling documentaries, and they are legit interesting. They, are, I mean, I just saw it, and I'm so excited about this. Um, Dark Side of the Ring comes back on Vice May 30th. And they've released the entire list. And there's one that includes the Junkyard Dog. Hot damn. I got one on Abdullah the Butcher and the Junkyard Dog. Holy leaping dog shit. 
Oh, I can't wait. Still bummed Stone Cold didn't return for WrestleMania 39. Yeah. Hey, he was at 38, though, and so was Arnie. Oh, it was good. He's got a new show that starts uh, this week on A&E. Um, Stone Cold takes on the, the world or some shit. I'm looking forward to it. I like Stone Cold Steve Austin still. WWE and other shows aren't wrestling shows because the matches are predetermined. They're comic book type movies about wrestling now show, yeah? Wrestling is a dramatic pageant of heroes and villains, good versus evil. It's a legacy and heritage of literally thousands of years of human entertainment and praises myth- mythological figures. I look at wrestling not only as a fun entertainment and placebo or substitute for the instinctual need for war and combat, but I, I watch it intellectually. Oh, yeah, I mean... It's phenomenal. I love pro wrestling. I'll never, ever apologize for it. But I, I, look, Maggie, I understand. And this is why I don't talk that, that much about it on the show, because I know it's not everybody's thing. So I try to, I, I try to, I mean, for Christ's sake, I have blown up in my office, probably the greatest gift ever given to me. Thanks, Braddy Kid. The, the first wrestling, and as I'm looking at it right now, the first program I ever had. August 15th, 1982. Main event, Kerry Von Erich versus Ric Flair. Co-main event, Harley Race versus King Kong Bundy. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a wrestling card right there. All right, that does it for mail. If you want to write me, uh, please do at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Remember, it's sponsored by... JS Floors, best flooring store in the West. Forget about those dirty rest bastards.
topic again, baby, that's got everything to do with you, I'm alive, I'm so
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. My mama says, love this song. Uh, talking about the cult there. Oh, one of my all-time favorite From the Love album, one of the greatest albums ever released. Um, if you ever get into doing cardio, that song right there should be your very first song that you hear. That will get you ramped up. Love, love the cult. Man, oh man! What I've seen the Cult five or six times. I, that that's a band that I truly love. Um, but that song, especially, probably easily their greatest hit. I got to see them um, at the Fillmore in San Francisco. They were doing the 30th anniversary of the Electric album, which a lot of people says is their best album. It's their most commercially successful album. I tend to say that Love is still a better album, but that's just me. Sonic Temple was good. But I would go Love, Electric, then Sonic Temple, and then they kind of went crazy, in my opinion. But I got to see them, and they did every song off the Electric album except Born to be Wild, which is fine. And I thought that was going to be the show. And they walk off stage, and I'm like, okay, that was kick-ass. They did the whole album except you know Born to be Wild. And then they came back on stage and did all their hits, and they ended with that. It was like a two-and-a-half-hour long show. It was amazing. Is that what you listen to? That was that I would listen to. That would start the the cardio, and then I I would trick myself. Um, there was another song that I would uh, that was number two on my playlist, uh, and it was this one right here. Because this will get you moving too, especially. Uh, I mean, you're moving now, you're kind of like, you're tracking, and now it's time to bump it up a couple of degrees. Now you're going. Now, the way I trick myself with that song is that if you play She Sells Sanctuary into Stranglehold, that's about 13 minutes of cardio right there. 13 minutes gone in two songs. Strangleholds the entrance music for the Minneapolis police. While you're talking about music, Caden wants me to ask you what you think of the Grateful Dead. LOL. Not a fan. Look, they they have I I I can't say they suck. They sold out arenas all over this country. You you need to have him talk to to Hangtown Jen, because I know Hangtown Jen used to travel with them, or at least toured with them. Not a fan of them, not a fan of fish. Three string or string cheese theory, whatever the fuck fish is called. Not a fan. Not not not, not a fan at all. Uh, Alicia says off subject, making pancakes from scratch. There's nothing like it. Don't care what anyone wants to say. Okay. Dude, it is fucking pouring outside right now. Good lord. We ain't a drought no more. Shut up, meteorologist. Ogre says Alicia, oh hell yeah. We make ours different and original just about every time. My only problem is the almond oat pancakes tend to stick no matter how much oil is on the griddle. Ogre, try adding more fats to your almond oat milk. Okay. Fish is the Sun Valley of the Grateful Dead. <laughs> my nephew is a huge fish fan, or my former nephew. Um... Are you saying they're chauvinistic? <laughs> um, so on the pancakes, 
Now, I've tried and tried and tried. I even reached out uh, when I had a sister. I said, how did grandma make her pancakes? My two favorite pancakes in this world are IHOP and my grandma's, okay? My grandma made it out of a box. My grandma didn't make shit from scratch because that woman couldn't cook. The only thing from scratch she ever made was egg on toast. Toad in a hole, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Bird in a nest, it's egg on toast. That's what we called it. Um, my sister told me that she used just Aunt Jemima mix. I don't think she used, I think she used Bisquick. Because I, I went out and I got the Aunt Jemima mix and I added butter to it just like Grandma did. I, I and, and the, there's a, there, you know, the, the delicious thing about pancakes, or as she would call them, pancakes, was you had the sweetness, and then there was a little bit of, like, a little sour to a little little salt in it. I think Bisquick has more salt in theirs than, than Aunt Jemima did. So next time I'm grocery shopping, I'm going to have to try the Bisquick. Because I, for some reason, it, it, I'm not getting the same pancakes that Grandma made. And I'm making them th- my grandma, you could only eat one of her pancakes. They were that thick. And I've tried, I've tried, and tried. And I just, I can't, ma- and it's pissing me off. Because when, when it comes to breakfast foods, I can cook the shit out of it. Maybe the flavor would be right if you painted your car blue. <laughs> Well, then, if I did that, I would have to buy one of these next things that I'm about to talk about. <sighs> this next story could be the end of my career. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I'm being honest with you. Due to the fact that yesterday, Mattel announced that they will be adding a brand new Down syndrome doll to its Barbie lineup. He's retarded. The doll was developed by Mattel in collaboration with National Down Syndrome Society. Ends. As the most diverse doll line on the market, Barbie pays, uh, plays an important role in child experience, blah, blah, blah. Um, the Indians. Help Mattel with the construction, design, and marketing of the doll. Um, it has figures. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. The toy is designed with the physical characteristics of Down syndrome in mind. He's retarded. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. Including an accurate height-torso ratio, a flat nasal bridge, and a slightly slanted eye in an almond shape. It also has a distinctive horizontal line inside the palm of her hand. Characteristics of uh, people with Down syndrome. She's got a a flowery dress on. Which, I guess, Down syndrome people wear a lot of flowery dresses. The doll is dressed in patterns and symbols associated with the community. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Uh oh. And orthotic sneakers sometimes worn by people. Uh oh, retard alert! Retard alert! (sighs) 
B. Coop says, does it come with a short bus transportation with lickable windows? Stop that. Stop that. We will not be having any name, uh, any of that. I just need one question answered. I have searched the internet. And nobody, they're just calling, is she, is she Down Syndrome Barbie, Downsy Barbie? Or does she have a name? Please, 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 Mattel. You know, you know what? We, we got to do it. Hold on a second. Hold on one second. Um, let's see. Where where we go here? Come on now. Contact information. Yes. I, I, I would like contact information. Yes. Oh, there we go. Customer service. No, 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 no. Ooh, oh, they're, real, they're in El Segundo. All right. Here we go, <clears throat> star six seven, um, three one zero oh, two five two two thousand. Oh, Cisco Unity Connection Messaging System. From a touchtone telephone, you may dial an extension at any time. For a directory of extensions, press four. Otherwise, please hold to leave a general message. Sorry, there is no operator available at this hour. Record your message at the tone. Okay. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options. Yeah, hi. I think what you guys are doing with the Down Syndrome Barbie is fantastic. Um, I, I, was, I was searching and searching. I don't, I, I don't have a name for Are you having a naming contest for Down Syndrome Barbie? If so, I would like to put in the, the name Rebecca or... Becca! Thank you. Becca! If Mattel releases this doll and it's named Rebecca, I will retire from broadcasting. There will be nothing ever funnier than that. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, does it come with a handicap placard? I'll buy one if that's the case. Now they need the kin equivalent named Corky. You push a button and it says... Becca! Becca! Her outfit is not only comfortable, it's downy soft. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so fucking terrible. I'm sorry. You know what? I apologize. I apologize for my my sophomoric humor. <laughs> By the way, I want one of these. How about Debbie Downer for her name? If anybody wants to get one of these and send it to me, I will gladly display this on, on, on my, my shelf of, of figurines. I'll, I'll gladly put Becca next to the Sam Jackson gnome or next to Dusty Rhodes. Oh, oh I think that's fantastic. That's that's the best story I've ever seen in my life. My God. Oh, and if they do name it that. All right. Total, total, total change. Uh, oof. Rangers first pitch in two minutes, and we'll be getting, oh, wow. Okay, hold on a second here. Let me turn the TV on. Okay, here we go. Why is that dog in here? Why are you in here? You know this isn't your room. 
black dog. We got a black dog, a brown dog, and a white dog. I only like the brown one. I'm on the fuck I'm on the fucking floor. It's extra funny for me. Remember my wife's name is Rebecca and she pours the milk before her cereal. Christopher, I I, I want to say this to you. I dare you. I dare you to get your wife that doll. I double dare you to get your wife that doll. Alright, here we go. Let's see. Get to the right channel here. Um Texas game day final, all right. Uh, Rangers and Reds. Here we go, 676. <clears throat> mm. Ah, it's a lovely day in Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, as uh, some terrible Indian casino is sponsoring this. They won't sponsor my show, but they'll sponsor the Rangers game, or they're probably going to end up blowing the lead in the eighth inning. But we'll get back to it. Uh, brought to you by Baylor Scott and White as well. Uh, not really a happening day in downtown Cincinnati. A bunch of people you would figure live in Cincinnati or walking around. Great American Ballpark. There are 14 people inside. <laughs> At one time, this was a very proud franchise. And now, I, I, there is no one at this game. Literally, there are. I, I have more people. I have more dolls up in front of my TV than are at this game. Good God Almighty. See, this is why this this is why I can't be an announcer because I'd be too honest. Uh, Marcus Simeon leading off, hitting two uh, two ninety. Travis Janikowski hitting three fifty six. What a stud! Nathan Lowe, best swing in the game right now, hitting two fifty three, hitting third. Aldonis Garcia, fucking in fuego, daddy, two fifty eight. There's our first four. Simeon is warming up. Um, See, this is one of those days I'd go to the game and I would try to sit as close as possible, and if they ran me off, I'd be like, why the fuck are you running me off? I love how you're saying Cincinnati. Like English people say Hawaii and Missouri. Oh, it, it angers the people of those places. Then, then you really fuck around and you go Nebraska. Oh, this guy pitching, he's a piece of work. Number 51. All right. Oh, look at him. He's got a camouflage-type glove on. I can barely see it. Jerk off. What happened to the old days of brown and black gloves? Now you got guys with baby blue gloves, green gloves, yellow gloves. Josh Jung, former uh, Red Raider, hitting fifth, coming off a two-homer game and two RBIs yesterday. I tell you what, Josh Jung is having a heck of a start. That kid's been fucking snake bit since he got to the Rangers, and he's fucking having a hell of a start this season. I like that kid, even though he went to Tech. It's like you, Harrison. I think Harrison's great. I love Harrison, even though he went to Tech. Is this game going to start anytime soon? Jesus. I'm ready to do some play-by-play here. They're showing the hitting pattern. They're showing like people are actually sitting in the stands in this ballpark. That ballpark hasn't been that full ever. We're taking a half day next Tuesday at UNR to go catch the baseball team. Was my idea. Perks are working right next to the baseball field. Yeah, I, it, how's there, how is their baseball team this year? That's always a strong suit for University of Nevada. They always had a good baseball program. There's Bruce Bochy. Just wondering how the bullpen is going to fuck us today. How many runs will the bullpen allow today in Cincinnati? Nebraska, I got to try that. <laughs> I live in Nebraska. All right, here we go. Marcus Simeon, first pitch. That's a strike. That's a, That was right at the belt. 
It's funny how they put the strike zone on TV and it starts at the belt. No, 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 no. You need to go up a little bit. All right, Marcus Semi, no one won. Um, here's the pitch. Up, oh, a little, a little high chopper to the pitcher, and that's an easy put out. One five. Boy, way to give it your almost there, Marcus. Jesus, you really hit the shit out of that one, didn't you? You almost got it past the mound on the first bounce. Good God. Oh, Jesus Christ, look at this guy. This guy's supposed to be fast. I don't know how fast he is with all that damn hair. I don't even know this guy's name. I can't see it. I don't like him because he's got too much hair. There's a Steve right down the middle. Well, I don't know, I don't know why you're taking those pitches. You and your lack of facial hair. Um, I don't know what this guy's hitting this year. What two? Oh, this is the guy who's hitting 356 because he's not getting a lot of opportunity. Ground ball to the second baseman. That was easy. There we go. Two quick outs for the Reds. As the Rangers are doing their best to fucking get swept in this series. Ah, the sweet swinging Nathaniel Lowe. I still call him Nate, but he wouldn't like me. Um, he is, he's been on fire this season, boy. I tell you what, I like this guy. Last night, they're showing his highlights. Boom! He went yardy last night. Went big fly. Air strike one. Well, this guy, hey, Rangers swing. He's throwing fucking strikes on the first pitch. Two of the three first pitches were fastballs down the middle. That was up and away. 98. Boy, this guy's bringing some heat. All right, here we go. Nathaniel Lowe. Once ate 14 ice cream sandwiches in the dugout. Interesting fact. Another ball in the dirt. What do we got now? Two and one. Two and one is Fatty McGee is uh, rubbing down the baseball. See, and I hate this. See, you got all white outfit on, red, 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 red stockings, and then white shoes. Put some red shoes on, idiot. Oh, Nate Lowe trying to go deep the other way. Foul ball. God, Cincinnati fans walk towards the foul ball. Nobody's even running. That's pathetic. I'd have been all over that foul ball. All right, here we go, Nate Lowe. Boom. Up, oh, fouls that one off. Wow, that one off his foot. That one's got to hurt. I'm going to walk that one off. Oof. That one's a toe jammer right there. That's the definition of toe jam. Hitting a foul ball. If you never hit a foul ball off your foot, you're lucky. That shit hurts. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, he just showed the slow-mo of that. He yelled out in pain. Ow. Why are people wearing new balances? Are all these guys old dads? All right, here we go. Counts two and two. Two outs. Bottom of the top of the first. Oh, another foul ball. See, this is what I like about baseball is that you, you can tell stories in between time about Nate Lowe eating 14 ice cream sandwiches, you know, in one sitting in the dugout. Oh, he hit it off his, uh, the top part of his shin, the part that the, the skin protector ain't on there. Here we go, two and two. Oh, Nate Lowe rips one line drive to the second baseman, and that's your coverage of the Rangers game this morning. <laughs> I can just see States and Murphy, the new baseball broadcasting team. I would be laughing too much. Joe would be cracking me the fuck up too much. All right, we might have a video here. Oh, do we have video of this? Um... Road Raid Shooting Caps Georgia Spring Break Chaos at Tybee Island. 
I didn't know they had an island in Georgia. There we go. All right, let, let, let's put this on. Oh, I think this is some of those wacky fights. So many great trails down here. Okay, shut up. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe Buck and John Schmoltz are fucked. Oh, here we go. Here's the fight. Oh, there's a couple gal with boxing gloves on. Getting it on. Throwing some potatoes. Uh, the camera person is just absolutely horrible. They've got knocked out. Oh, look at that. Little Kim is throwing some bones there. Well, she just hit Megan the Stallion in the damn head. Oh, did, did I just see Titty? Did Titty just come out? All right. Not that great a video. I don't care about it. I just wanted the video. Georgia is kind of on an ocean. It is, but I didn't know they had islands. I didn't know that they you could you, you could buy an island in Georgia. I knew they're on the coast. I didn't know they had like the keys or anything like that there. Uh, by the way, if you're planning on traveling anytime soon, do not fly Delta Airlines. That's right, I said it. Do not fly Delta Airlines. Delta stands for doesn't even leave the airport. Delta is set to bump more passengers off flights as it increases overbookings to boost profits. <laughs> At least they're telling you, hey, you got a ticket for this flight to Phoenix? Well, fuck you. And what we're going to give you is a shitty hotel for the night and maybe a standby tomorrow. Um, if every passenger turns up, crew members will ask for volunteers to give up their seats in exchange for compensation, which in some cases have been up to $10,000. I've never seen it get that high. No volunteers come forward. The airlines can involuntarily bump passengers Though Delta says it rarely comes to that. Let me just, it rarely comes to that, really. Because a lot of people just skip their flights. So you have this company. And they're pretty much telling you, hey, if you purchase our product, the contract is, is that you've paid the money, and now we have to provide a service that flies you from here to there. And you bought it on this date, and we're going to charge you this much to fly on this date. And you're flying back on this date, and we're going to charge you this much to fly back on this date. You've agreed to the, the compensation we need for it. Oh, but here's the thing. We can always say, fuck off. How, I've started to price tickets for the, the, the stand-up show that we're going to be doing on the West Coast this year. I'll have, I'll, I'm going to have some more information for you hopefully next week, some, some real groundbreaking uh, information on it, I promise. Um, and I've started to price out airline tickets and things like that, and I only go to Southwest because they're, they're the only airlines that I like to fly, and, and they're easy to fly, and I hate DFW, so I don't want to go there. But I know that American flies out there, and Delta does too, and I, I can look at those, but I hate those airlines so much. Tickets are fucking expensive. And I tell you this right now, if I'm at Delta and they come up to me and they go, yeah, you've been bumped, they're going to literally have to bump me out of the fucking airport because I'm going to lose my shit on you. Take off the gloves and park some broke-down cars and kids' strollers, and it would look like the Atlanta suburb, Yeah. Uh-oh. 
Todd Crisley is heard threatening his black ex-daughter-in-law if she testifies against him? Do we have any of these videos? Um, Wow. He said to her on Twitter on April 4th, 2015, Bye, you tired-ass, weave-wearing, ashy-skinned hoe. You are blocked now. We are bored and uh, with the pity of you. Oh, I want to hear this. I want to hear Todd Grizzly fucking go gangster. I need hey, a good ladies, we are giving out free Dove samples. There you Just go. fill out our quick two-minute survey. Now, I have an email, Lexi, where you're sending an email to Katie telling her that had you known. By the way, by the way. Totally not gay. Had you known that they would not protect you and your other partners in crime when you t- when you started working with them, you would have never done this. And that you need protection. No, darling, you don't need protection. You need an attorney. That's what you need. You need an attorney. So call your, call your brothers. Find out about that fake trust that you got that's got that $100 million in it because I'm coming to get my part of it. Um... So I want to talk about forgiveness because, you know, I get in and that's what I've done. Hallelujah. You know, I want to make sure that no one, that everyone knows that my lawsuit against Alexis Wilby um, is not a vendetta. It's about forcing her to do the right thing and acknowledge what she's done. And that'll be, that'll happen through her attorneys. If she has one, if she'll pay them, Um, because we're still waiting on a response from her attorney now. Where's the racist force? And we can't seem to get a response. So, you know, normally when people don't respond to you, it's because they hadn't paid their attorneys. So I assume if she can't pay a mortgage payment on time, she can't pay her attorney on time. But regardless of that, we will file a default against her if that's what is required. Um, so it is not a vendetta. It's about holding people accountable. It's about holding people like... That, that, that's rich. That's rich. Somebody who defrauded the federal government of millions upon millions of dollars and then fought it and thinks he's still innocent to this day. Oh, by the way, uh, Todd Grizzly, your daughter Savannah is an ugly fucking monkey. Uh, did, did I get that out? Uh, I, I wanted to make sure I got that out. Savannah Grizzly is ugly. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. Huh? You ugly. Huh? I'll just point out, uh, as someone who's done thousands of interviews, liars over-explain things. I always love people that, 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 that go down the lawsuit route. Those people are the ones, and, and you can tell that they always threaten people with lawsuits, but then when the, when the trigger needs to be pulled, they run away from it. Or because they know they'll lose, and they're going to lose a shit ton of money. I just wanted to play that because I, I think it's funny whenever Todd Crisley thinks he's tough. By the way, I don't know what is going on. Um, Jamie Foxx is apparently awake and alert in the in the hospital. Nobody's saying what's going on. Um, he had medical complications on April 11th, and he's been in the hospital ever since then. Um Nick Cannon says he's awake, he's alert, so we love that. I have no idea what happened to him. 
Um, and, and nobody's saying anything. So, hey, I, I like Jamie Foxx. I ain't got a problem with Jamie Foxx. He's a Texas fella. He's from Terrell, town right over from me. You know, like, like, like him, Garland doesn't have a sign up that says birthplace of the chosen one, Arnie States. They, I, I've not seen the, the sign saying birthplace of Jamie Foxx. So, Sanchez family says the jab. All right, we can blame everything on that now. Um, I ain't got a problem with Jamie Foxx. I, I wish Jamie Foxx would come out of the closet, but that, that's a whole other story. Um, all right, last two stories here. These are, these are terrible stories here. Our first one, man, oh, man, this would suck. This would be the worst thing to ever happen to someone. If my computer brings it up, please bring it up. Come on. Come on, computer. You can do it. You can do it. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Where did I get this? Um. Mm-hmm. There we go. New York Post. A 16-year-old Utah boy was met with the freakiest of accidents playing golf this week. When he was trying to retrieve his ball only to lose another, as it's written. Um, According to the uh, account, the young man had felt an acute pain in his groin while leaning over to retrieve a golf ball from the green. Well, is it in the hole? Because if he's picking it up, that's a penalty. But, okay. Um, According to the, uh, he was leaning over to retrieve a golf ball. When the teen inspected his nether regions, he was horrified to discover that his left testicle was no longer in its usual spot. Alarmed over the shocking disappearance, the golfer reported to the hospital where he reported feeling ongoing abdominal pains with persistent nausea. Doctors administered painkillers to the patient and attempted to discover what happened. Cat scan revealed that the ball was intact but had traveled way off course. It ended up in the canal running from his scrotum nearly into his abdomen in a condition known as testicular ascent. Was it cold? Were you playing in a pool? After reviewing the patient's history, doctors discovered he suffered a from a retractile left testis, testis since he was 11. But the ball doesn't stay in place. It, like, travels around. What, has it got a passport of the body? For that injury, does he get a free drop? When the golfer bent down, the doctor saying the ball boomeranged back into place. However, medics were skeptical at how it scored this accidental hole-in-one. Surgeons were able to guide back it into the scrotum. And uh, they say he should be okay. Man, oh, man. Fuck. You want to talk about how emasculating is golf? Your balls run away from you. Man, oh man, well, that's a party trick. If you could learn how to do that on your own, you could make a lot of money. 
you imagine going to the freak show and go, watch this. And all of a sudden, you know, he pulls up on the stem, and all of a sudden, whoop, it's gone. Whoop, gone. It's the disappearing ball trick. <laughs> oh, God damn it. That's fucking funny. I mean, it's not, not, not funny for the kid, but, but, but funny nonetheless. All right, last story here. Anybody out there about to be a new mom? Or you moms out there, you, you, you can testify on this. Some kids are a pain in the ass to, why is Maria Munoz in a, in a white swimsuit? Her laugh is just so off-putting. Does he have to play from the, I would. Hell yeah, I'd be like, I'm playing from the ladies' tees now, motherfuckers. All right, you know that, like, and I'm seeing this firsthand with with young Roscoe. Eh, Roscoe's not too finicky of an eater. He's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. But sometimes, you know, kids are finicky eaters, and it's tough to give them protein. You know, they they've got to. They, it, some kids don't like it. So this mom named Tiffany Lee in Toronto says that she has saved hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars. By feeding her 18-month-old, hold on a second. Oh, perfect. She feeds her 18-month-old baby. Crickets. She feeds her baby crickets instead of meat as a protein source. Isn't my laugh off-putting too? No, you're nowhere near Maria Menounos. Oh, no, her laugh. Oh, God, her laugh is the worst laugh known to mankind. And now, Tiffany Lee, the mom of Cricket Eater, plans to add ants and grasshoppers and worms to her daughter's diet. You're going to put worms? Oh, come on. fast. Look, look here. Look here. Ask family, I need y'all's help. I, I, maybe it's my limited brain. Maybe it's because I was raised the right way. But I don't think that there would ever, ever, ever be a chance that I would say, hey, you know what I think we're going to feed little Roscoe? Let's get him some crickets. No! I don't care if you like it. They're bugs. You shouldn't be eating bugs. That's fucking weird, man. You're raising a weird kid already. And now you want to put worms in there? That's just too much. Can you imagine this kid at lunch? You want to trade lunches? Fuck you. This woman is destined to be a murdered corpse in a rocking chair. This kid's going to grow up to be a serial killer. No shit. I mean, honestly, I would think of other stuff. Okay, doesn't like red meat. Okay, how about lamb? How about chicken? How about fish? I would not go, well, he doesn't like any of those. How about cricket? Who thinks that cricket is a good form of protein besides the old Indians? But you know why Indians ate bugs? Because we didn't have fucking grocery stores then. That's why. Do you, do, you, do you know that in Native Americans, when they would when they would hunt the buffalo, and they'd use every part of the buffalo because they're good people, 
Do you know what they would do with the buffalo steaks? Now, I don't mean to gross y'all out. I'm just telling you the truth. When the Indian folks said they needed more protein, what they would do is they'd cut off a big old hunk of buffalo, and they'd find a rock, and they'd put that slab of meat on a rock. And you know what would happen? Flies would go and lay their eggs on the meat. And then maggots would come out. Now, like I said, I'm not trying to gross you out. I'm just giving you a, a, a real story here. And once the maggots were a part of the steak, they would eat the steak. Why? Because maggots were a source of protein. Why? Because we didn't have grocery stores. <laughs> Lady, you got a grocery store. You've got sprouts. I'm sure sprouts has wonderful protein stuff. Protein powder. Crickets. Well, I tell you this right now. If I walked in and God forbid I was ever, I had kids. Let's say back in the day, and I walk in and my wife is feeding little Arnie Jr. a cricket. She might get carotid. Uh, kids gonna grow up and find out that a six foot long worm living in his stomach laying eggs. It's ridiculous. Shut up. This lady's holding a baby, and it's a girl. You're feeding a girl worms? Come on now. Oh, Jesus and crickets. Mmm. Let's get our daughter a big old bag of crickets. Let's put crickets on her birthday cake. This kid will get suspended for school for eating flypaper in the classroom. Jesus. Man, you you are setting your kid up way behind the eight ball. Now, I got a text in, and... uh, they said they missed the new song. I'm very proud of the new song. So I, 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 for the texter who didn't leave a message, they said they woke up late and they couldn't hear it. So I got to do the new song one more time. <clears throat> and then we will call it a day. In case you missed it earlier, this is our brand new Ask Arnie song. Tribute to my man, George. Shut up! We all ready? All right, here we go. All my exes have switched sexes. And that is just plain insane to me. But all my exes change their sexes. If I'm happy, I'd never lived in Tennessee. Robert's down in Sacktown wearing frilly things. Then there's Dawn, whose waist went wrong and is a hippo now. Brandon tried and tried and tried, couldn't fill my shoes. And it's sad that they all share in the rating blues. Now it's time for me to help you. You should go and write to me right now. Because if you don't write to me now, 
I'll be forced to go out and fuck a cow. There you go. There you go, ass family. Fantastico. That does it for today's broadcast. We will be back tomorrow, same morning time. Same morning channel tomorrow. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, so uh, expect some fireworks. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, ass family, please, 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 for the love of God, enjoy your pump day, pump day, pump day, and adios, everybody. Uh Her breath, sweet Eileen's Nebeline. She forgot I hung the moon. And Allison's in Galveston, somehow lost her sanity. And Dimples, who now lives in Temple's, got the law looking for me.
to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.